So I give him the papers and he was looking to the paper and he said, artist, you are actor? I said, no, I'm not actor. So what do you do as an artist? A painter, musician? He said, all this. So I said, no, I'm a dancer. So he take the paper and he throw it to me again. And he said, there is no such a profession in Morocco as a dancer. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Belladance Live podcast. I'm your host, Jana Komarnitska, and I'm thrilled to share a new portion of dance inspiration with you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Don't forget to subscribe and receive automatic updates about our new episodes. And if you are our regular listener, welcome back. Please leave your reviews on whichever app you're listening. They really help me promote the show and spread awareness about Belladance art form. Plus, I really like hearing back from you. On this note, let's get to our today's episode. This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, a meeting place for committed dance enthusiasts of all levels. Most of our members shared that the club helped them to improve consistency in their training, meet new dance friends, and discover various topics through hundreds of different tutorials. This is definitely a belly dance training that becomes a lifestyle. Learn more at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes, or simply visit yanadanceclub.com and try for 7 days for free. One of the beautiful things about dance festivals is that they don't only give us opportunities to learn, but also connect dancers from all around the world. And last week I was very happy to meet an amazing dancer, Sharfa from Morocco, at Jewel of the Nile Festival in Cairo. Sharfa is not just a dancer, he is one of the few, if not the only male ballet dancer in Morocco. He tries to lead a life as normal as possible in Casablanca. He teaches dance classes, makes choreographies for ballet dancers and participates in modern dance performances of his friend. Sharafer managed to establish dance classes in Casablanca, spreading awareness and education of various dance styles, including Oriental and Moroccan folklore within the country as well as abroad. In our today's conversation, we focused a lot on his career and his dance story, how he actually took a decision to become a professional dancer specializing in Oriental dance in Morocco, as well as his passion of popularizing Moroccan dance styles. We talked about his uh, passion to dance, but also his uh, desire to take actually formal oriental dance classes and how he worked on his education although despite this dance is part of his life and upbringing and culture from early childhood. We also of course talked about variety of different Moroccan dances and we all specifically highlighted Moroccan classical style and what it is. Talked also about interconnection of different cultures and the cultural connections with Andalusia and how it was influenced by and influenced Moroccan culture too. And we talked about Sharfa's dance career and his projects with celebrities and different TV shows, as well as his goals and dreams in the future dance adventures. So all these and more as usual in our today's episode. Don't forget to screenshot it afterwards. Let us know what touched you the most or maybe surprised or what you learned and or enjoyed the most in this episode. Share it with your friends because I'm sure the more people know Know the better it is for the dance community in general. And on this note, let's enjoy this new episode. You know how many guests we had previously on this podcast sharing how much their experience with BDE pushed their dance career. You can have it too. Join one of the BDE experience intensives and get the training and experience of performing in lead and ensemble roles open for Aksharki and Fusion styles. Details and training materials for the casting are available at www.joinbde.com. Direct link in the show notes, joinbde.com. Hello, dear Sharaf. I am so happy 
to meet you here in person at Jewel of the Nile Festival. And right away, shout out to Sumaya, our previous guest performer, for introducing us and uh, uh, putting us in contact. So thank you for agreeing to do the interview and welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It's really uh, a pleasure. And uh, I think uh, also I want to thank Sumaya Maroz from uh, New York to introduce us because it's really something very important for me to uh, share about my culture and my folklore. Mm. And I really can't wait to hear your story because it's quite an incredible one. But I would like to start from the very beginning. So um, what place dance had what role dance had in your childhood and when was the moment when you start considering dance as a potential profession? So, uh, I started dancing uh, when I was nine. I, uh, I had the, the, the normal or logical path. I had ballet for uh, years uh, and uh, contemporary. Uh, and uh, after I started dancing um, like a for uh, studying dance, not just uh, dancing uh, in a, a very uh, formal school with, uh, with the formal teachers who prepare me uh, after to uh, my diploma of uh, dance teacher. Mm -hmm. uh, so I start like with contemporary and after it was modern uh, jazz, modern jazz, like uh, the American style, uh, like Broadway, uh, Moore style and uh, Martha Graham technique. Uh, so I study with uh, my uh, dear teacher, Patricia Spigarelli. Uh, and uh, for uh, like uh, <laughs> forever because it was uh, like really a long 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 um, training uh, uh, path uh, and after we uh, I worked with a professional uh, company her not professional company let's say a company dance company but contemporary dance company mm -hmm. and uh, it started like that so I had my diploma as a teacher uh, of uh, of modern of contemporary dance uh, and um, uh, after this, uh, while I was doing this, I studied Latin, I studied Argentine tango, I studied a um, lot of dance, like flamenco. I did, when you dance, like uh, you, you have to touch, because my vision for Morocco was to create, uh, to be a choreographer, but uh, with uh, different di disciplines, you know, mm -hmm. not just uh, only one discipline. But when I was very young and until now, my first love was Oriental dance. So uh, I'm, I, I was like in love with Oriental dance, with Egyptian culture, with the, 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 with the language or dialect. So it was something, a secret, secret uh, between me and myself. Like I was always uh, behind the screen uh, watching Samia Gamal uh, and Tahiya uh, Karyuka and Namat Mukhtar and Naima uh, Akif. Uh, and after it was Shelly Han. Uh, Shelly Han, she's a famous actress, but a very, very talented dancer who made the, the Fawazir, Nili. So, and after I discovered Mahmoud Rida and before, I was like only seeing female dancers, and I'm from Morocco, so we are not allowed to be uh, uh, oriental dancer, and uh, you know, we don't have examples. Only females, and females in cabarets, so it's not like the best uh, <laughs> introduction to this uh, history. So, I, uh, I, I, first, I didn't find a teacher, so I learned by myself. I was like spending hours in front of the mirror when nobody was home, to do shimmies, to work. Shimmies was, uh, I remember, and the figure eight also was uh, mm -hmm. challenging to learn. And uh, and after, uh, I, and my, I remember my first, uh, I danced uh, on uh, Nagwa on Fuad. Uh, it's very old, so <laughs> it's music. It was in uh, uh, cassette, cassette, <laughs> like it's very old. I'm sorry. Like you had uh, uh -huh. um, some uh, like a machine you put the cassette yeah, and you yeah. dance and we had like mashail and this like so it was this and we grew up in morocco listening to um kaltoum abdel halim uh, like each morning my father put um kaltoum uh, or abdel halim or abdel wahab to 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 take the breakfast so we were like in this culture it was like something coming naturally to me mm -hmm. so i start and uh, it took like 
uh, I was 20, 20 when I started to dance as a professional dancer, uh, and, uh, but it was contemporary. And also, I, I made some little appearance in, uh, in some, like, my friends' parties, birthdays, and there I danced uh, Oriental, and everybody was crazy, and they gave me a big push, like my friends, but it was not, it was very hard, because I decided to stay in Morocco, and it's not like to choose the facility to go to Europe and dance as a male dancer, so... Uh, uh, after, like when I had like 28, I, I first, that was my first time I saw a male belly dancer and uh, his name is Mayudi and he's uh, just uh, epic as a dancer, belly dancer, but he's oriental dancer, you know, and he has this uh, male presence and I love it. So before I thought I can only dance as a female. Mm-hmm. So I always uh, was dressed and, uh, you know, makeup and things like this. And after seeing Mayudi, I understand that I could do this as a man. So this was the start of the real professional career of me. Oh, so I, so all, all what I did before, it was just amateurs in Oriental. It was not easy to, to find a teacher in Morocco, no mm-hmm. teacher. We don't have any teacher, so I I learned by myself. Female or male teacher? Nobody, nobody. Mm. We didn't have like we had. It's natural, you know. Like it's in Egypt, you know, there is no in in the stu- like uh, schools or of Oriental dance before. Like uh, it's very really yeah. recent we, where Dina or Randa opened something like little, uh, just private, you know. But it's it's like us. No, nobody Oriental. We know how to dance Oriental, so we need, don't need teacher. But they don't know that there is styles, that there is musics, makamat, rhythm, and things like this. So that was my uh, my concern, mm. my main problem. So to how to learn this dance? So I study like very hard. I I had to to wait until. Uh, uh, the year uh, 2000, 2004, to take my first real, no, sorry, it was 2002, my first real classes. So my first class of real was with the uh, uh, Ustad Hassan Akif. His name is Hassan Akif. And there everything changed for me, the perspective of this dance. And I started start dancing as a professional dancer, male professional dancer mm-hmm. in Morocco. That was huge because it was against the law, against uh, everything. Uh, and I had like a lot of problems after, not okay. before. When uh-huh. I started until 2007, everything was okay. So I have a question about that. So prior to that, as I understood, like dance basically was your goal as a profession since the very beginning. It was not plan B or it was not like, you know, happened naturally afterwards. You since pretty much childhood, like you were in dance, you went to university to study. And so being a dancer in contemporary style, let's say contemporary style, other styles in Morocco, is it uh, like realistic to be living out of that, to be a dancer? Is it... Uh, like okay or is it still a lot of like stereotypes or problems like how in that field if you're talking about dancing in general like contemporary dance let's say uh, before I that's that's the thing is before the year uh, 98 let's say there were no choreographers no dancers professional dancers there were some but they were only teachers in schools mm-hmm. only for rich people only for you know they can pay so they do ballet they're teacher of ballet or contemporary. After this, we create, we, we are, I was like, a, I was seven, 18 or 17 when the first, I decided, no, we need dancers. We need to live from this prof- say professional um, way to, to work. You know, the professional work yeah. dan- as a dancer, like you have doctor, you can, but the dancer is, is, uh, is also, uh, um, also something uh, you need to, to live uh, from because it has to be also a professional, like dance teacher, okay, but dancer and choreographer. Mm-hmm. So first, there is something like anecdote, I don't know how we say it, like something uh, funny. So uh, you need to have the, the, um, the ID, your national ID. Yes. So you need to, to come with the documents, who you are, where do you live, da, 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 and also what is your profession. Uh-huh. So I bring to them the paper that uh, says I am uh, a dance teacher, 
Uh-huh. No, I said the, the paper was sorry, sorry, saying I'm artist. The, okay, so I give him the papers and he was looking to the paper and said, artist, you are actor, actor. I said, no, I'm not actor. Well, what, uh, what do you do as an artist? A painter, musician? He said, all this. So I said, no, I'm a dancer. So he take the paper and he throw it to me again. And he said, there is no such a profession in Morocco as a dancer. So that was like very, that was from the things like very, that I have to fight for. Now, no, they recognize dancers, recognize uh, choreographers, and we have uh, support from the ministry. They can give you also like uh, funding to create and mm-hmm. it's like very respectable, but not as oriental. So how that happened, uh, oh, not how that happened, but like you mentioned that you started performing as oriental dancer in Morocco. What kind of performances it was? Like restaurants, clubs, no, parties? I don't, my first performance was for my firm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very weird, but it's uh, my gala. gala my, uh, my, um, I was working with the French firm uh, of uh, telecommunication. So uh, it was like I was... Uh, because I had I studied, I had studies, I, I have a degree, a master's degree in uh, communication, marketing communication, and uh, I did the biology too, so I studied. So because first I wasn't like sure that I could live with the dancing. Mm. So, and uh, my, my, uh, my boss said that we have a gala show, a gala for, uh, for the, all the, the people who work in this. Uh, each year we do this to bind, to, to talk about the problems, the, the, of, uh, the success of uh, the work we do. Yes, yes. And uh, they asked me t- that, uh, if I want to perform. So I said yes. <laughs> and I've never danced before. But they but knew that you were a dancer. Yeah, yeah. Because, okay. uh-huh. because they knew because when I was studying, I, I performed, but I performed, uh, let's say, uh, Latin, Samba, I perform uh, uh, commercial, a lot of commercial, like dance, commercial dance is you dance in a club, uh, you know, to have mm-hmm. some money for studying, like, and um, I did uh, some performance for, uh, for TV uh, as, uh, uh, as uh, 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 how we call it, commercials. You know, yeah, yeah, commercials. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was the first. So after they, it was quick. They asked me uh, if you want to dance. I said okay. I wanna. I needed to create a show, and I had a friend there, and we danced together. Uh, I remember uh, we had the duets. We did a tango, and uh, like, but it was like not very, let's say, professional. It's. It was like the beginning, so mm-hmm. it was not. Uh, it's okay for me. So we, I create my own costume. I like uh, the everything. I did it myself. So um, uh, that was my first contract, and after that. And you also did Oriental. I, I did Oriental, and I danced Basbusa. Okay. City Basbisitlu, Basbusa, That was my first choreography. Was that a highlight of the evening? Like uh... yes, 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 yes. The people work in Morocco. What I like about people is there. We have two different, like really separate, uh, let's say, um, not levels, but uh, um, how we can layers. Uh-huh. Okay, layer. So we have a layer with people uh, the same, huh? having fun with you, and in the same time there will be, oh religion and things you know this is the like schizophrenia like social schizophrenia they have they can be like very like muslim and uh, religious and at the same time in the wedding yeah they clap and they you know they can switch easily but in respect that's what's good like people respect you in morocco like they are really welcoming and nice they're not rude they're not like uh, extremist you know for I'm talking real Moroccan general, not because there were a new generation. Mm, there are people bit. of different kinds yes. in every country, yes, but yes, exactly. obviously. But, but, okay. but the general impression in Morocco, anyone can say generosity, uh-huh. this is a trademark, and also welcoming. We are very uh, like the social and welcoming people, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I don't know, it may be the spices in the food. 
so that was that. And that performance, it I assume it sparked something inside you. Oh yes. So what effect it had on you? It was my first uh, time and uh, I was boiling. You know someone boiling with artistic? Like I told you, I saw shows when I was young, like movies, uh, West Side Story, Cabaret, all these things, Madonna performing uh, her, uh, it was, I remember it was Vogue uh, era, so uh, uh, the tour, and uh, Janet Jackson, and uh, I'm, I'm a lot about female, not about men, I don't know, uh, my inspiration are like that, so Michael Jackson, let's say, okay, so it was all this in me, and also Samia Gamal, Tahiya Karyuka, uh, the movies, Fawazir. Uh, so imagine my, I was, my head was boiling with the creativity, like for shows. I want to create shows or every day. That was my my main. So when I danced this after this, is the decision was coming, like to 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 do this as a professional, and it wasn't the 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 year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Like 2000, I decided, no, I will be professional, I want to leave. So I quit my job after the gala, and it was my boss, Harfawi, who said to me, or like a meeting, he asked me to come, and uh, we sit, we're talking, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, I said, uh, I don't know, really, I don't know. I need, to, I need to pay my rent, I need to leave, so how can I do this? He said, you, you know what, you need to choose now, because you have something, and you need... I, I, when you are young, you don't see yourself as something, you know, you just have fun, you're crazy, you want to do everything. But people will see this on you, the sparkle on you, different than any other person. Yeah. So they told me this and he told me this and it was the decision. So in 2001, I was professional 100% dancing. And how did you approach it as a professional? Like, did you see yourself as a teacher, as a choreographer and especially uh, this uh, desire to add uh, and focus on oriental dance in Morocco? Uh, really, uh, what, what happened, it was a mix for me. I couldn't have a choice because nobody's there. Mm. I needed to do everything. I needed to be the teacher, the dancer, and the choreographer. And even the casting manager to find the dancers. So it was really, really hard uh, because uh, I I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way. I didn't have no one to like, you know, everybody has a teacher to help him. Like in modern jazz, in contemporary, she was there for me. Like I didn't do anything. I'll go to class. She created the choreographies. I danced. I was enjoying myself. And that was a big, big, big support in my life because it makes me grow as a dancer and as a choreographer. Mm-hmm. But I needed, I needed Oriental. I needed oriental because i was doing in the same time like contemporary as i told you and i was taking the classes of latin and the same time i was taking the classes of um, uh, flamenco mm-hmm. you see it was my, my my week was like crazy like i started at night and finished at midnight mm-hmm. each day it's not like i have the choice to sleep and after i was performing so i was my first performance for performer was like uh, like in Friday it's at 9 and after I have another one at 11 and another one at 2 p.m. Uh, 2 a.m. sorry <laughs> so imagine my and I was I sleep and I go to work like to take the class the morning of ballet and uh, so mm-hmm. it was that uh, that's uh, uh, and there I was working like on myself and I trying to find how can I be a good uh, prof- uh, professional oriental also without having a st- study the, the the rhythms the how it's you know it's not logical so i'm a teacher yes. so i know what is it now so but i founded this this uh, uh, it was surpri- like something happening i don't know how but uh, sometimes it's written that you will find someone who will talk to you about something about so I, f- I uh, met someone in Isawira who said that there is a congress. Congress? How come? So it was a travel agency coming from Germany. And she brought all the teachers from all over the world for like a, a travel, uh, it's a summer camp, you know? Like oriental dance Oriental teachers. dance. Oh, wow. And it was the surprise of my life. Uh-huh. So there was another 
kick like because I met yeah, Hassan Akif I did the first classes of oriental my first classes of rhythms my first classes with Aziza Mandi from uh, USA and now living in Canada and also I met Jelina so imagine I met all those uh, that was the first uh, and this summer camp did they did it uh, yeah, yeah it's here so they did it like after in 2005 uh, and I was there again and uh, I danced this time and uh, uh, and that was my first classes of uh, Moroccan dance mm -hmm. I first as a teacher I danced Moroccan like uh, <laughs> oh like uh, but I didn't dance every style of Moroccan dance we have let's say I think 90 or 100 different styles like you can't all li your life you study you will not like achieve but it's like in the south we have ahwash for example you have 13 style of ahwash it's like each tribe has her own style but it's ahwash so you can put everything in ahwash mm -hmm. and after you have regada and after you have jabliya after you have abidatarma and after you have shikhat after you have classical after you have uh, rukba after you have Sahara dance like uh, Gidra. So what what that something caught my real attention. What do you mean by classical? Classical Moroccan. Uh, yeah, classical Moroccan. <laughs> classical Moroccan because you know Moroccan uh, in Fez in the city of Fez. Fez it's very old city like twelve centuries of existence. N uh, like real real existence is way before like mm -hmm. twelve centuries. But now as she is now uh, as it is now. It was um, uh, the city where the Andalusian came, like they came to Tetuan in the north, to Fez, to, to Asfi. And they bring all the Andalusian music and dance mm -hmm. with them. But dance, it disappeared because normally they only dance, the girls dance only in the palace of the, yeah. of the Khalifa. Khalifa is like the king, but not king, but he's Khalifa. Mm -hmm. Khalifa because he's not, uh, the, the real king is in, uh, like, let's say in... Uh, in, uh, in uh, Baghdad, mm -hmm. okay, in Iraq, but all the others are Khulafa, okay, like this. So uh, we say Khalifa uh, and uh, like the Sultan, they dance only in the harem. So this dance was only this, but when they came to Morocco, they, they were like, they marry other the Moroccans and they, they, like they're in the society, they melt, like, you know. So the, the women danced on, on the, on the, the houses, like to the afternoons, they, they can gather, like the, let's say the Thursday afternoon, always, not Friday, because mm -hmm. Friday is spiritual day. So Thursday they met and they, uh, they danced uh, with beautiful uh, dress kaftan and they danced like with the scarves, little scarves, two scarves, for uh -huh. example. So الحرم يا رسول الله الحرم زيت عند قاس and after the Jewish the people who living in Fez they have their create their own music قفتنك محلول يا للا قفتنك محلول تريرين this you dance on uh, on wind, on wind, weddings uh, they, you dance with the, in the palace because you are class women you don't dance shabby you don't dance shikhat. Shikhat, it's a new trend. But before, they danced like very... The women don't move too much, you know? So it moves with their arms. It's like, the, you know the Moshahat? I was just about to say, like... This is, is the like ancestor of the Moshahat. This is the real ah. dance. Moshahat is Mahmoud Rida who created Moshahat. Yes, Mushahat. because it was like... But a, the basis. But it's from Andalusia, like from that origin. from, uh, yes. Uh, Yes. Ah, interesting it's from, analogy. From, uh, yeah, the yeah. opposite way. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so, so interesting. So we keep the original, like uh, you have now uh, Nesma Andalus uh, from uh, Spain, who is doing amazing job, like uh, to cre recreate new Andalusia. She's, she say neo Andalusia, mm -hmm. not the real Andalusia, because real Andalusia, where you can find it. So exactly. we find it in books of in Morocco. We find it in painting. Uh, in the books, yes, we have like very old, so you understand with the movement how they move. But you have like, uh, Ibn, you know, one of the famous uh, uh, Ibn Rushd, uh, you said in Averwes, you, you know, he's a famous philosopher from Andalus. Uh -huh. 
uh-huh. who was there when they burned all the the books, and they, that was he was the one who stole some books and sent it to Morocco. Mm-hmm. So we have these books from this old beautiful civilization. You know, I'm always so fascinated by the mixture of cultures and history and also by the situation that sometimes to discover about one culture, we actually need to dig into resources of another one. Like even this is an example, another example, like, oh, we are talking about Andalusia and how they did it, but basically through Morocco, some part of that tradition was preserved and even till now, until this day, that's fascinating. Because, you know, the thing is Morocco is the crossing country for all the civilization, all, like from very old times, because Morocco was the last country you can see, because after there were no USA or United States or some Brazil, (laughs) they, 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 they arrived to Morocco and for them that's the end of the world. So we were the end of the world, like, so everybody was coming, like from India, from like China, and they're crossing, crossing, but they never crossed. They stayed in Morocco. The end is Morocco. They went, they don't went to, to, they don't go to Spain. After, when the uh, Umayyad, like Umayyad, like uh, had the war with the, they, they, they come to, they come like they escape and they come to, to Andalus to stay. So there, there were like the real creativity of music, the beauty of, yeah. that was, everything was beautiful in Andalus, like the, but everything was coming from Morocco. That's what yeah, people don't know. Yeah. But with the influence of Syria and Baghdad, because everything real, like music, the music Andalus is coming from Baghdad. So they create Ziryab and his teacher, the teacher of Zeria, nobody talks about him, but he was the first who create the first the instrument, the rabab, like like rabab, like. But we have something similar. It's not like a, um, a violin, but we have it here. More like vertical style of we, playing. We are the only ones in uh, in the world now playing like this in our music, the violin. Uh-huh. But we have uh, it's because it was like uh, this influence. Yeah. So we kept this. Uh, little very old habits and traditions and you can find everything in Morocco like it was in the 13th century. Mm. That's the the power of uh, the history of Morocco. And among all this variety of Moroccan dancers, mm-hmm. dances, uh, how do you consider like oriental dance? Is it part of Moroccan culture or is it perceived as a part, okay, it's Egyptian culture, just become popular in Morocco? It's, it's, uh, it's Egyptian culture. Would become uh, famous in all the Mediterranean, uh, okay. you know, because this dance was influenced by by Moroccan. I told you, like uh, Moroccan, like you can see the three quarter shimmy. Everybody say this is Moroccan step. This is Moroccan dance. So the gypsies come from India and can bring everything like this. So the, the, there were mixed, but. Yeah. Egypt, in Egypt, everything takes sense or take a form. The, the baladi is baladi and the Mahmoud Rida Badia Masabni and Tahiya Karuka and Isaac, the first choreographer. Nobody talks about him, but he's the, the one who creates Tahiya Karuka dance, for example, or who, who, who made Samia Gamal a dancer. She was not a dancer at all. So she, he made her a real dancer and uh, with a lot of work. So uh, not just her, but every like lot, 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 lot. Mm. So the thing is, Morocco is Moroccan dance. There is, you don't have, but Oriental, it's become really, really very important because uh, in Morocco, you had very old uh, tradition of having a dancer, uh, Oriental dancer in, uh, you know, in the parties of uh, really special parties. It was really from the, the the beginning of the 20th century, like mm-hmm. 20th century, not yeah. before. We do say that, okay, Oriental dance comes from Egypt, it's like that's the origin and there is very particular Egyptian style, but there are other countries for whom Oriental dance also is part of the culture. Yes. Like, in Turkey, Turkey, it's popular, and we say about Turkish style, Lebanon, and we talk about Lebanese mm. style. How about mm. Morocco? Do you see like Moroccan style of <laughs> Oriental is, dance? <laughs> there is no style. This is a really... Always I heard this, I want to say to everybody, there is no such thing, style. There is only some dancers who had a beautiful style in Turkey, 
they dance away because why? Because they have influence of their music yes. and their 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 way to live. So where where it developed? It's not developing in the harem, the Oriental. It was developing in the bars like Hakana, I don't know how they say it. Uh, and after you can see it in Egypt, like Aziza, uh, the Naima Akif when she went uh, down and danced in Aziza. It was in a bar. Um, uh, how they say this? Cabarets, bars. It's not cabaret. Like it was. Uh, I forgot the name. I will try to remember. But it's a bar, really a bar. Uh, very everybody was drunk and there were all dancers. The dancer were was Alma or Ghazia, like come in and uh, they stay in the city. But in Turkey they were like the same. It was really uh, uh, like Ghazi who can dance there, and it was like bad reputation, not a good. Mm -hmm. But after when it developed it with movies, it was like people dancing with such an energy because they dance on a different uh, music. Yes. And it, it, it's a long rhythm and it's very fast and changing on, on uh, not uh, on the time. It's uh, it's half time, you know, it's like a counter tempo. I don't know how yeah, to say different it. Different rhythm, different uh, mood of the song. Yes, yes and, and there is very, very electric. Mm -hmm. That was, the, it was, they say, uh, um, Turkish style. And they made a lot of veil work. It was developed there, the veil in mm -hmm. Turkey. Yeah. But there is not such a thing of Lebanese style. Lebanese style, because they dance on hills and they open their legs and the music, again, is very, very uh, up-tempo and, and very electric and uh, they are shaking everything. If you ask an Egyptian, they will say this is not a good style of dance. <laughs> there is a lot of technical problems. But who can judge? Why? Every day is free. But we need to respect some of the... Because we need to preserve this culture. So now to, nowadays, now, for example, we, we heard people saying, there is, uh, ah, this is uh, Argentinian style. Ah, this is, uh, I don't know what style. This is a wrong style. That's what it is. You don't dance with your hip oriental. So why you call it this? Call it fusion. It can be very interesting. Because I respect every dancer in the world, you understand? So we need to respect as an artist, the person in front of us. But if it is, if you come in to this culture, like I'm coming from Morocco, do I need to do like uh, the, the horse step in Shabi? We can, because I can, it's easily, you can put it in, in the mm -hmm. Shabi, uh, like Mehraganat uh, or Adawiya or something like this. I can put a lot of things from Moroccan uh, dance, but I don't do this because I want to preserve this culture because I love this culture like this because I, I'm, I, was, I, felt, I felt in love with this culture like mm -hmm. this. You understand me? If you do, for example, ballet, ballet, we dance open position. We can't dance uh, close because it will be jazz. You know, mm -hmm. this is, if you do a plié, you can't go with your, you know, yes, you it's understand a standard, me? It's a standardized, standardized movement. When we create another style of ballet, we call it neoclassic. Mm -hmm. Neo-ballet. When you can dance on point, but with the little uh, position. Mm -hmm. the, after we had contemporary. So we give new name. So nobody will t t tell us. But we, you don't say oriental dance. Yeah, but even in ballet, we have different schools. We have uh, American school, Chinese school, Russian school, Italian school. They do the school. same plié. Plié, yes. There is standardized. First position is the same first position. Third position, fourth position. What difference? For example, if you go to the Russian, we do, the, the men do the second turn, the turn on second position. Mm -hmm. In Italy, it's different. In France, it's different. What is different? How your leg began. And when you finish, do you finish, like when you finish your turn, you finish in or out? But it's basically the same idea, that the basic vocabulary is the same, but the yes. flavor is still different. The flavor and is okay with me. I don't know, like, I, I completely agree that it's very important to preserve the origins and the culture, and it's also very important to study that. Yes. But I also find magical beauty in Oriental dance that it so much becomes personal and 
both you can find personal interpretation style in it as well it's somehow naturally became a also reflection of this like national um, different mentalities like that's why we call it argentinian style it's not to say oh there is argentinian style of ballet dance it's more like or to say like Typically, people from Argentina, with their background, with their mentality, they will be tend towards one but kind the, of interpretation, the, the, and then from another yeah, country to another. I, and I, it's I, interesting to totally find this agree. balance. I totally agree <laughs> about the first part, because you say it makes uh, richer to, to see a personal interpretation. Personal. Not everybody the same. You know, the arms... Yeah. All the work because I it's not my my words it's Argentinian girls saying to me this I have Argentinian group uh, with Marina uh, Marina uh, Sahar Studio and we work Moroccan and two girls like when we're working because we're working a lot with the hips they say oh thank you finally we were working with our hips <laughs> because when you dance Oriental Oriental Egyptian style or Oriental in general, belly dance, as you call it, I don't like this word. You dance with your hips, no? Mm-hmm. How come you dance a song, a total song, with no hips? Only your arms, turn, 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 arms, you understand? Mm-hmm. So this can be a new trend, why not? I love when it's one person doing me this, or your personal interpretation for a song, for example, modern, you know, it's... But you can't choose Uncle Tsum's song and do this. How can you do this? You understand me? So maybe create it because we need to go forward with this dance. We're not stay only dancing like, uh, you know, Yeah, we're before. not dancing like uh, uh, yeah, we don't 50, dance like, 60 like, years exactly. ago. Even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can dance like Tahir Kuruka. If I do like uh, Like her. But she all moved with Farid Atraj on Leila or something like this. But this is old. Mm. What is the new style of music? Okay, but we had class with Randa, we had class with Haidanur, we had class, you know, but we had classes with uh, Tito and we had classes with Yusri, completely different, with uh, jazz steps or Wail also, very rich. Mm-hmm. That was forward for me, but you kept the essence. And the essence is in, in your core and in, in your heart. heart also. You understand? Mm-hmm. But I love, for example, uh, I see uh, uh, Daria. Daria, you know, Daria Meskevich. I work with her a lot. I love her. Her style is very, not like Oriental, uh, Egyptian. But this is Oriental for me because I see hips, uh, figure eights, uh, you know, you, you, the essence, you can, yeah. yes, but she follow what the music gives her. Like she does on a, a modern composition of Wa'il Kafuri with the long phrases of, uh, of violin or cello, or I don't know. She will not like uh, do only, you understand? It will be mm-hmm. boring. She, this is new for me, modern, interesting, and it touch everyone. Yeah. You understand? So what is missing? Like, but I see now new, new dancer, like new uh, teachers. Uh, like uh, David Abraham, like uh, they're Argentinian, but, but you can uh, relate. You can see, oh, this is th- this is modern, but I love it. I wanted this. Mm-hmm. You, you, you touch me. It's there is feelings, there is hips, there is everything there. So that's why I'm, I'm, and I told you it's not only my 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 opinion. It's the opinion of Argentinian girl. Like they told me that. Yeah, of course, and it's interesting to to hear and discuss. And yes. Coming back to your activities in Morocco, like mm. what do you feel as your main goal with all your work that you do currently in Morocco related to dance and specific Oriental dance there? Uh, so it, it's a dream, a goal, but it's a dream. Um, uh, I want to have, uh, I'm creating like years now studying very hard because it's difficult to find, uh, there is no books, there is no, it's very, uh, Historical, it's very old style of music. You know, uh, the Gedra, for example, uh, it's spiritual dance from the Sahara. If you dance it, you will be crazy. Uh, I had the chance to find a teacher who can could explain to me everything. And after I give classes, and now I dance it like easily. Um, 
uh, it's really hard, for example, for very hard uh, to create, uh, to find the good musics for people like from other countries to understand and f first, you know, the first contact, it's very important yeah. to make them love this. So I wanted to create a show with all these dances and uh, uh, present it to the world like Mahmoud Rida did. So I want to be the Mahmoud Rida of Moroccan dance. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's my... Goal. And you have a lot of work here, considering the variety of dances uh, in Morocco. <laughs> it's more difficult. <laughs> and um, I had the chance, and I want to really thank Kazafi, Mohamed uh, Kazafi, who is uh, who is a very huge choreographer and master of folklore dance, uh, and he worked with Mahmoud Rida's uh, group troupe. He, he learned with him and with Farida Fahmi. So uh, I, I had the chance that to have him uh, like as a mentor to help me uh, achieve this, I hope, it's a, it's a dream. It's yeah. a, and the goal really to have tableaus of Moroccan dance, like if you come, you will choose the tableau of Regada, you will dance it easily and you can be, give it to others. You know, you, I need to people like uh, trans, transmission, transmission mm -hmm. you know, not just keep it for them as a choreography and uh, yalla khalas. I want people to, in Ukraine, in everybody, every um, part of this world to dance Moroccan easily. Like uh, you dance Oriental, you can dance Moroccan. Um, there is like beautiful styles. Jebliya is very beautiful. Um, uh, Shikhat, everybody's crazy about it. So Shabi, uh, you have uh, the Ergada, Ergada, it's uh, huge. Habida Tarma, Ahidouz, you have Hwesh. Crazy, you have uh, Shbab, uh, dance Shbab, you have uh, Rukba, you have uh, the, the, the B dance, <laughs> the B dance, B like Nahla, Raqsat <laughs> Nahla. Uh, you have a lot, lot, oh. lot, lot. And the rhythms are really different from anything you can know, in, you, you can meet here as a rhythm. Like every rhythms you are studying, like even in Oriental, it's 4-4 four, four or 4-8. Four, Mm -hmm. In Morocco, it's nine on twelve. It's five and seven, and yes, very different. <laughs> and it changed, yeah. you know. And in your work, do you focus more like educational part? Is it in demand by local Moroccan people, or you focus mostly on like foreigners as spreading awareness about these dances outside of Morocco? Uh, before I study, uh, I did like it was it was uh, like uh, weird because uh, in morocco everybody is a good dancer you know i told you they all know how to dance moroccan and but when i started giving classes outside because my idea was to to spread mm -hmm. uh, all over the world the, the folklore moroccan and to give the real uh, basis to people and uh, how to dance it and the origin and things people was uh, sh uh, like this is the good social media effect so they saw this and now they're interested on learning. So now we have classes of Moroccan dance. And this is like new, very new, yeah. And but they want specific. They want shikhad, they want shabi, they want rikza. Rikza, it's like flamenco. We have a very special style. It's very hard, but... Uh, oh, yeah. And everybody wants to learn. Why? Because they will go into the weddings and they want to be perfect. So classical oriental, classical Moroccan dance. It's like, you see Sumaya when she danced, uh -huh. it was like very classical. Uh -huh. And is it like uh, people come for private classes or do you have now like a group or regular group class? I know you're based in Casablanca. Yeah, Casablanca. Mm -hmm. No, I have both private oh. and, uh, and uh, group classes. And what about Oriental dance? Is it in demand oh. in terms of classes in Morocco? Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that, from the beginning I started, it was like, uh, that everybody's crazy about. I told you, we grow up with this culture. So everybody, every music we put, it's not like, um, for example, if you put music of Um Kaltoum or Abdel Halim, or uh, if you're not like a very professional uh, dance, oriental dancer, you will, in the street of Morocco, if you put the music, everybody will sing with you. Men or women, uh -huh. like doesn't matter. Like they love this culture and they love Egypt, all about Egypt. Uh -huh. So um, it's very, it's very successful. Mm. <laughs> and I assume it's something uh, like new having classes of Oriental dance. Uh, 
in Morocco, like as a, as a classes, because typically people probably learn, you know, just observing, like or watching videos, ah. or is it something uh, no, that no. is? We uh, have we have schools, we have dance schools, school, yeah, school yeah. We have dance schools. dance schools, we have levels, we have uh, beginners, intermediate, advanced, professional. Yeah, no, but it's that's what what uh, that was my work. Like that's why I stayed in Morocco because when I arrived, I told you nobody was a teacher. That's why I'm and saying. And I was like, uh -huh. I was crazy. I was like, how come? So they study like, uh, oh no, no, everybody with them. So we'll dance. So they will move. Uh, it's more about lyrics and more about uh, the fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's more about the, the emotions, no technique. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they don't know what is baladi, what is saidi, what is, uh, the, for them, it doesn't exist. No, you don't tell me this. I know just, you know that's all mm -hmm. so they so i was really focusing on creating school with levels and with respect we are not in a cabaret we are a dancer professional dancer so you want to take class with me you take the ballet class you take the contemporary class you can you, you want to be a real a professional if you want to have just classes oriental and have fun we have classes like this but if you want to be professional you need to do all this mm. so uh, i i was like really really uh, uh, focused with uh, my students and everybody so now we have new teachers and i have uh, like uh, with me uh, one of them uh, shayma and we have a lot of good teachers not a lot sorry i'll be uh, new little group of teachers so we worked with them like i work i try to to give them what when i travel so mercedes nieto i don't want to forget this person in my life because she had a huge impact on me huge because she gave me a lot of support and she worked with me a lot also so i have a lot of people like the mainly three like now like uh, Wa'il Mansour, Khazafi, and Mercedes Nieto, I will never forget what they did for me because they support me as a, an artist. And uh, not just for me, they support uh, uh, my, um, my goal in Morocco to mm. create these levels and things. So you understand? That's awesome. Yeah, so, that's so, so important to have you know, support. Uh, for me, people. that's the most important part. Mm. I, I met a lot of beautiful people from all over the world uh, because of, of this dance. So this is the most interesting part. Mm. You understand? So you love people for what they they uh, they uh, give you, like as just uh, smile, emotion, support, words. So that's, yeah, that's the magic of uh, Oriental dance. I know that along with the school and teaching activities, as well as traveling abroad and teaching abroad too, but you also often collaborate with stars in Morocco and even do some TV projects. So can you share a little bit uh, on that? Like uh, how did it happen like in demand of dance, mm. um, <laughs> mentor, coach, choreographer, like how that uh, started? It started when people, uh, uh, I didn't wait to people to look for me. I was I went to 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 people to show them that there is now choreographers in Morocco. Choreographer because we were like not very like we were three, three with a friend of mine, a lovely friend of mine, uh, Brad Abdi, and um, another one Khalid. Uh, um, he's he's huge like uh, huge in the world like his contemporary choreographer Khalid. Uh, uh, Khalid Bergarib, sorry, he's huge, like he has beautiful uh, contemporary pieces, but conceptual contemporary. So we, 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 we create this, so people, oh, now there is choreographer, we can use them for this. So it starts with commercials on TV and with gala shows, private gala shows. So, okay, let's do, give them more. Okay, so they asked me if I could create live shows. Uh, with dancers, so I started with Hatim Amor, a Moroccan youth singer, like star, and it was in a, a stage with uh, 100,000 people in front of us. So it was like the one of the biggest stage you can yeah. go in. So I started, and like the newspaper started talking about our show. So everybody, who is the choreographer behind this? And and I met someone. Uh, is my friend Zakaria Benen. He is. Uh, 
someone like very interesting ballet dancer and huge interesting guy and we create together from this part he's more like into hip-hop and things and i'm more into uh, mise-en-scene uh, modern commercial things uh, so uh, we start uh, working with a lot of names and it comes like Rami Ayesh, Raghib Alama, uh, Muhammad Ramadan, uh, Samira Saeed, one of the huge stars, like the diva we call her. Uh, and after we also worked with huge names like uh, uh, Kanye West, uh, like uh, with uh, Kelly Rowland, with uh, when you work with the with the Americans, like you know the Jennifer Lopez, and you know this. Mm -hmm. So for you. It can be a dream to just see this person like from far, but when you work with them like close, this is a huge, but it don't make you different. Like it don't make you like a star or something like that. You know, we are all the same and we are just where you are at one moment in your life. And maybe you will have the chance to do something, but you know, you need always to work for this. Mm -hmm. I work really, really, really hard and I pay a lot of money to study because I had to take planes to study the Viennese walls or uh, the cha-cha-cha or uh, the rumba. Who will need this in Morocco? But I study it because I love to study flamenco, tango, Argentine tango for seven years. Uh, I study like any dance, Indian dance, uh, katak. I, I study Bharati. So I study everything. I don't like ask myself, oh, do I will need this? Mm, I don't care. I will study. I love this style, Indonesian, Japanese style, like with the, the... So, and this bring you after everything because you are prepared. Yeah. If they ask, okay, Argentine tango, I'm here. Let's do this, yeah. you know? So anything you want, but I study hard before. Yeah, people often may talk about, oh, lucky opportunity, but you need to be ready for that lucky opportunity. <laughs> because if you do luck. it one time and you do it bad, nobody will ask you after. Yeah, yeah. So we will not stay like it's been now 25 years or 23 years exactly professional. Like there's yeah. not coming from... Uh, so, uh, but the, the, now my main goal is to have fun first. <laughs> I love Rawazi, I love Baladi, I love Shabi. That's my... Uh, love and Moroccan dance. Moroccan dance so that's my uh, and for our listeners can you share how they can learn uh, more about uh, Moroccan dances with you like is it just school in Casablanca and whenever you teach or do you have any online resources for people to check out uh, f uh, for uh, for uh, people like I uh, Moroccan dance it's not uh, easy to to work on uh, on uh, on online it's really because the bases are very important and the styling is very important. So the energy is totally different. And I tried by Zoom because I had my Argentinian group, I had my French group, I had my uh, Spanish group, I had my, you know, so in Zoom. I mm -hmm. did it in online, but always I have this uh, uh, unsatisfied. Unsatisfaction. Unsatisfaction, <laughs> yes, unsatisfaction because it's not. Uh, uh, it's not what I want, uh, what I need to see. Like even when I work live with people, like I have uh, dancers, professional dancers, they sing in a, a restaurant in Morocco, very famous restaurant, Luna, and uh, they're not, uh, they're not from Morocco, but they they study with me and they had to to take classes, private class to to master the styling. It's all about the style because it's like if you dance baladi, you have a style. And you dance Moroccan shabby, you have a style. You don't have to be mm -hmm. like this, you know? So, no, I'm more more about live classes in Casablanca, but I travel a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot mm -hmm. to to share. What are your upcoming trips till the end of the year so people may catch you? At least a couple, whatever, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, inshallah, inshallah, going to Barcelona uh, in uh, October. October, Italia in Torino, Torino, Turin in French, Turin, Torino with the Well Il Mansour. I will be there um, in January, maybe maybe in Venice, Italia again, 
and um, February I will be in Morocco, inshallah, Qazafi will be there. So anybody has to want, we were creating a new, uh, new um, competition, uh, uh, but uh, different. It will be, inshallah, the Farida Fahmi uh, Cup. Uh, and uh, it's the first time I'm saying that. I hope uh, it's okay with Khazavi, but uh, we are creating this because I want to to give tribute to Farida Fahmi. Everybody is talking about Mahmoud Rida, but we forgot that Farida Fahmi is the mm. the half important part. She was a dancer also for a long day. She created the costumes. She was she's she's a huge for me. So I want to give her some. Uh, Oh, reward. Wonderful. Do you remember the dates of that event? Uh, so it will be the second week of February, but I will. Uh, I need to check with Kazafi uh, just a little, uh, pro like to be sure about the, the dates. Uh -huh. Because details, yes. So that's. Uh, so where are the best uh, um, source for our listeners to keep in touch with you and follow your activities? Do you have any favorite social media Instagram. or is it website? I love Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I love Instagram. I'm on YouTube, Sharaf Neji. Um, and uh, I want to to uh, to say that uh, uh, we are creating with the uh, but uh, with uh, Nawara from UK uh, and uh, Shadi Sultan from Spain. They are all Moroccans and Zahra Mujnan. Uh, this this is my my uh, Sahrawi teacher. I love her. Uh, and uh, Nawara create a Funun uh, not Funun uh, dance Maghreb dance congress uh, that take place the, in June in Morocco in a beautiful city called Agadir summer uh, and uh, if anybody want to know more about the the moroccan culture it's the best moment to come to morocco for uh, enjoying summer and also learning with different teacher because each one of us master uh, 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 let's say different style mm -hmm. okay so they will have everything it's moroccan dance congress you can check on youtube you can have uh, all about this and facebook with Nawara also. Well, and it's good timing to already start planning summer vacation. So yes. June in Morocco. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Are you coming? Uh, yeah, sounds very excited. You will love yes. Morocco. I hope, I hope I'll come to Morocco even before June. Yes, you're welcome. But, you're really uh, welcome. June now on calendar marked. Really like, okay. welcome. Whenever you want, you just tell me. We'll have <laughs> fun and the tour and everything. Sure. Shukran, how in Egypt they say Shukran. here. Um, I will include links to your social media to the show notes so yes. for all listeners it's easy uh, mm. to connect and Instagram it's your preferable yes. one so to contact you via Instagram and before I ask our final closing a question of the podcast I just want to thank you once again for your time it's to agree pleasure. to uh, right after the day full of workshops and it was a beautiful fired. day yes Are you, uh? but still have energy to sit here and talk Always During the pleasure. sunset hour yes. in Egypt. Our, our, our place is really special. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I am very happy to um, sort of summarize our conversation with our traditional question. Because we have one question which I ask every single person, regardless of what we talked about. And with you, we talked about this topic. But it still would be nice to sort of close up with this subject. So the question is, what makes you fall in love with oriental dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years uh, really it's beautiful i love this question because uh, i don't know if it's a general feeling but a lot of people around me uh, when i ask about oriental dance they are like little fed up of a lot of uh, uh, let's say uh, behaviors of people and uh, the, the critics and the bad uh, words, mm -hmm. like the bad critics. Like when I was talking like today about the Argentinian style, it's not like to criticize anybody. Uh, I respect any artist. I love everyone. Uh, this is very common. Uh, they know trademark of me that I'm very uh, um, social and I love people. I want, I want, and I want people to be respected and to feel good in their body. Mm -hmm. Nobody shaming. No, uh, uh, that's what I love about Oriental dance. You see, this is the inclusivity. Mm -hmm. the, the, this dance, it's not for sh uh, uh, shape of body or uh, hair or, uh, or color or anything. That makes us all together in the one level. And what makes me really fall in love again is to, to meet 
beautiful people, inspiring people, mm. like dancers. Like I saw dancers from China and from Korea, and I was like, "Wow, I'm I'm happy," because they, you know. Uh, I have friends, as I told you, a lot of friends from Ukraine, from uh, Estonia, from... Uh, I have like a lot of Lithuania. Um, like it's weird to have friends from Lithuania. I'm living in Morocco, but I have. And the uh, uh, Czech Republic and uh, really... Lo I love this, this person. It was a meeting in workshops like you, like we met like, the same. It was feelings, f laughing, friendship. And now we still keep friendship. Mm -hmm. and. Meeting like today, you see in the class of Randa or Wail of Yusri and Haida Noor, and you 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 take the class and you say to yourself, "Oh, I want to learn more. I want to see more." And coming to Egypt, it gave me a huge push, mm. like a huge uh, kick in the ass, and say, "Yalla, Zid, you have another year of uh, discovering new things." And uh, so I'm very happy. I'm I'm human. I want. I love. Humanity. Mm. That's my oriental uh, love uh, door. <laughs> and I want to thank you for this uh, initiative. It's really nice uh, to give people a place to express their, themselves without any, uh, you know, uh, uh, some people can ask you some questions, not very comfortable. You make everybody comfortable. So thank you so much, Jana, for your work. Wow, I'm very happy to hear it. Thank you for your time and thank you for agreeing to participate. <laughs> happy. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, bringing more consistency and more fun into your dance training online. Check it out at yanadanceclub.com, direct link in the show notes. And before you leave, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends, as well as leave a review on iTunes or any other app you're using to listen to the show. The more people know about this podcast, the easier it is for me to bring even more awesome guests. Until next time, keep shimming and keep dancing.